Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Nico DeBrain. He has been on this podcast before, and he's done multiple webinars with me in the past. He's got a really cool company called Boundless Media. I'm excited for him to share everything he's working on, both on the agency side with lead generation for landscaping companies, et cetera, and then also uh, with his software he's been building, which is a really cool, neat software that actually shows you the, the visitors that are visiting your website so you can follow up with them later on. It's a pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, and he's also been able to grow his business to over $100,000 a month in sales. So really excited to have him share how he's done it so far. Thank you so much, Nico. Of course. Always thanks, uh, thanks for the amazing intros. <laughs> it's been a work in progress, man. <laughs> hammering at those. Uh, it's a science, dude. It's a science. But hey, no, it's <laughs> always a pleasure coming on. At, you know, my, my biggest goal and Lucas is the same way. Just Let's just share one or two things that's going to transform your business. So yes. super pumped to uh, talk all things leads, software, and agency life. So let me ask you this. Um, you are doing something that I always recommend agencies do. And I've learned a lot from you, especially because your software is actually pretty fire. Um, and what you guys are pursuing with the problem set that you're, you're going after is really, really cool. But you're doing something that I always recommend people do, which is to build an ecosystem. You're not just doing an agency. You're doing things that feed into the agency, drive you leads. You're part of the this community. You have your own community. And so I just want you to kind of share how you're thinking about the flywheel as you grow and you know as you exceed $100,000 per month and get beyond that point. Uh, what does that look like? How do you intend to scale over the next five years? Yeah, so... Really, if you asked me this about a year ago, I would have said outbound community, outbound community, outbound and community, uh, outbound for the community, right? Uh, outbound to the community. That that would have been my number one answer. But over the last, uh, especially like eight months, uh, I heard this thing about, and I, I guess it, like I'm, I'm part of the Hermosi crew, right? Where all I do is like obsessed with this content. But he said something that really stood out to me, which was, Oh, if you really deconstruct successful agencies specifically, right? Very few of them have ever made it to that million dollar a month by just focusing on outbound, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why I love that you mentioned the flywheel because it's not just one thing. I mean, a year ago, I was convinced the only way to grow is outbound. Now that I've gotten a little bit smarter, right? Still not the smartest in the world, uh, but a little smarter, I can 100% agree. Um, so like we started leveraging paid ads to grow our agency, which I was so against for a very long time. And frankly, like those leads are so much easier to close. <laughs> Where I'm like, wow, I spent three years on outbound just to like yeah. now prove myself wrong. So I really think about like holistic growth, uh, both on the kind of like organic side and then the paid side. So uh, organic, we're talking community podcasts, like this brand building, right? Actually like the the hand-to-hand -hand conversations. Like I got an email today uh, where it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those like touching emails and I can actually share it Lucas, if you want, yeah. but yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go ahead and share it because like, this is what I love to do, but, um, it's about, it's about showing that you, me, whatever business that you're in, we're not here to grab cash and run the next day, right? Like we're actually here for the longevity of it. So, um, what I'm going to do is just share my screen. So, um, by the way, if you need SEO, uh, Lucas is a guy, um, I don't know about Ray's SEO, but, uh, you know, I met with him a couple months ago, really cool guy, really determined. And I, we've talked about organic outreach strategies for a very long time. And I was like, Hey, listen, like Reddit's super, like if you go after B2B, if you go after, uh, you know, like anything like e-com e based, 
uh, crypto based, like you should not be sleeping on Twitter and Reddit, right? Mm -hmm. So this guy, I was like, hey, listen, like there's super easy ways to get leads. So what you're seeing here, and I'll, I'll read it for the listeners, but it says, hey, Nico, uh, we were able to get our first non-referral client through Reddit. Thanks for your strategy. I posted some solid content about SEO on there and a company signed with us, right? So, so he said it's a you know, one-time project, but some traction uh, nonetheless. Um, so yeah, that it's, it's stuff like that. It's like the brand building, right? It's like, I mean, these, That's these really people cool. fire me up. It is really cool. And I think that, you know, one thing that is, uh, you know, important to think about with uh, what you're doing and, 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 and how that helps is a lot of times when it comes to our clientele, we just help people by getting them moving in a direction where they can meet people and actually start networking. And I think a lot of people, they get in this rut where they think about lead gen as, um, as going out and pitching people hundreds of times a day. Uh, and that's not really how you grow an agency uh, to beyond a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars a month. It, it really does come from, you know, as you mentioned with the flywheel, it does come from, uh, forming relationships. I mean, a lot of the deals I still get are from partners that I, I met two years ago, five years ago, and they just send me business. And it's just kind of layering those things on top of each other and continuing to get results that way. Now I'm curious, um, how do you see sort of, well, you know, actually just to take a step back, like Give us a little rundown of how, what Boundless is and why you started it, just for people who didn't hear the previous episode we did. Yeah, so basically uh, in 2017, I was uh, a sophomore at Arizona State uh, going to do uh, medicine, right? Um, so typical immigrant story, moved from South Africa, doctor, lawyer, or failure, went the doctor route. Uh, I was actually like 16 credits away from graduating. And uh, realized that I don't want to go and be a doctor. So I started D cold DMing CEOs all over, got an internship at the Valley, um, learned that content is amazing and wrote a book called We're All Marketers, um, where I just interviewed the top 20 marketers I could find. Um, so one of my crown jewels was the CCO, Chief Creative Officer of uh, VaynerMedia, uh, mm. who has now left the company. But uh, each one of them taught me a couple of things that I turned then into a consultancy because people were asking for how my help. Uh, and then later I learned that consultancies don't scale. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I, I guess it, I'm an agency now and um, <laughs> many trials and tribulations, but uh, yeah, now super crazy. We're going into the like home services landscaping niche um, yeah. dominating in there. So that's been the transition. I'm happy to talk about that transition too. Yeah. You know, um, I am actually curious about that. And I always forget that you're actually younger than me because uh, I'm assuming you're a sophomore at- uh, I'm, a, uh, I'm 26, how old are you? Because you're 27. Yeah, no, I, ju I just turned 27. So yeah, we're actually we're basically the same age. But the point is that, um, you know, my point was saying that is that you, you did a lot of things in a compressed period of time, which I think speaks to sort of how you're able to grow quickly. And I think a lot of people, they wait and they delay things. But, you know, you went out, out there, started DMing people. You wrote a book. I don't know if anyone is who isn't watching it. He held up the book. It's a really cool cover. And it's a really interesting testament to how you get things kicked off the ground when you want to launch an agency. You actually have to just get out there and start meeting people. You can't just wait for it to happen. You have to actually go and introduce yourself. So it was really interesting that at such a young age, you were able to think, hey, I just need to go start meeting people. I'm going to start doing it now. I can you know, make my life the way I want it to without having to wait for people to make things happen for me. I'm going to go make it for myself. So that is super interesting. Now on the niche 
aspect of niching down to landscaping and and things like that. What was that process like? Why did you niche <laughs> down? Uh, all that stuff. Yeah. So um, for the last three years, we're mostly focused on B two B. So business to business. Um, our our two core competencies were like software development, SaaS kind of like technology, and then agencies as well. Um, then I read. Lucas, you gotta tell me if you've ever read this book by Josh Nelson, uh, the Seven Figure Agency guy. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've never read it though. I've heard it. it. Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty good book. I mean, the basic concept is. I mean, so it's so basic. That's why I laugh at it. It's like one niche, one offer, one like sales mechanism, and then yeah. one year. And I was like, yeah. okay, uh, like, and one of his first homework assignments was like, can you find another agency that scaled to seven figures? Um, purely on one offer, one message, one medium. And I was like, there's not too many agencies that help agencies. And I was like, yeah. part of the reason is because of offer, right? Um, so I I basically went on clutch.co, design rush, and all these other websites, scraped, I think, 25,000 reviews, put them mm. in an Excel, and for two days, I just worked that Excel. And I like got them in the buckets. And then I was like, okay, do, do I see like how many seven figure agencies are there? Like, obviously there's a lot of Cairo and MedSpot ones. Yeah. And I was like, that's super bloody. I don't want to do that. I want like a blue ocean. And the more I looked at it, I'm like, landscapers uh, is very, it's a very simple product. It doesn't take like a right. lot of explaining to do. It's like, you either need synthetic turf, you need your grass cut, you need your tree removed or you don't. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, it's like, you wonder you don't like in, in, in the software world, it was like, do you need a new CRM? We have like all these features. It's like, yeah, yeah. but like, how, like, like, especially selling to like big companies, you know, it's right. like there's such a big opportunity cost. Like, even if I save a hundred thousand dollars a year, I still might not move over because it's going to take right. like 250,000 to move over. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted something that was repeatable. And before the pod, we were talking about like lead gen is super hard already. So yeah. I just wanted to hedge my bets. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is interesting when you do niche down, I have kind of, you know, I, I tend to be someone who gets distracted easily. And so whenever I pursue a project over the last five years, or when I did pursue a project, I would, I would pursue it until the point where it was starting to do very well. And then I'd get distracted or just chase a signing object and, and go to something else instead of digging a deeper well. And, um, you know, I, I think that has its pros and cons to some extent, but uh, my point with this is that I have jumped from niche to niche over the last, you know, five years and found different niches to focus on. And uh, I can say though, that this current niche, which I'm in, which is around uh, podcast sales, like help people get uh, sales from their podcasts and actually growing that has done two things for me. One, it's allowed me to charge more money. And two, mm -hmm. it's allowed me to get better results. And this is the first time that I've actually stuck to a price point, a niche, a service offer, and I haven't changed it. It's the exact same. I do not plan to change it. I plan to get to be the number one person in the in the world for this thing. And I want to just keep expanding my advantage in that space. And I think it's so cool to see all the things you've done where you've already built the social media presence, you've already built the community, you've already built the client base, and now you're niching down further. And I, I bet you're, you know, start able to charge people for more money. Now you're able to make more profit. Now you're able to close people faster. You're able to get more results. And this is all again, for anyone listening, it is the process that you have to go through to get, uh, 
to a high price point that you can charge for people and a large profit that you can get from your clients and great results that you can drive for them too. Everything Nico is doing is the steps that you have to have to get to that point. You have to go through that entire process. So I definitely think it's, it's super cool to hear that playbook you've laid out for everybody here today. And uh, anybody who's interested in, in doing it, definitely um, start implementing those steps right away. Do you have anything that, uh, you know, you like, if, if, if I were to ask you how to scale to $10 million a year, what does that look like for you? What, what steps would you have to take to get to $10 million? Yeah. And you know, the, the biggest thing, like I agree hundred percent, everything you said, the one thing I'm going to push a little bit more on is profit. Like that, yeah. that's the key word that when I entered 2023, I was like, I'm focusing on profit because we're making a lot of money, but we weren't taking home nearly as much. Um, part of the reason for niching down too is, you know, you could charge more higher profits and all that, but I, I'm, I'm actually not thinking about $10 million. I'm thinking about like, how do I personally take home um, between a hundred and 150,000 a month? Like I've, I've heard the Hormozzi story. I've, I'm just, I'm so bought into that. So, um, you know, like, I mean, and this is a huge sale. Like the only reason people niche down is one, it's easier to sell on two higher margins. Our margins right. went from like five to 15% now upwards of 40 to 45%, yes. right? Like, it's just night and day. So we could charge the same amount for less work because we don't have to recode yeah. the process and we keep more money. So, um, but to answer your question, like how am I going to do it? Really, like I'm obsessed with the paid ads route. I do think though, like it does kind of, it, I never understood the importance of SEO until I started running paid ads where I'm like, if I was ranking for, you know, top agency for landscapers yeah. or something like that, that's like, like, uh, yeah, th th that's, that's worth more than any amount right. of like, like business asset I can have. So now I'm thinking about like, how do I keep paid ads up, start SEO, and then like kind of bring SEO focus more. Um, and then the next fun part for me is like, I've never hired a salesperson. So now, now we're starting to explore like having a salesperson. Um, so I know that that's going to be like a whole new, like, yeah. level of growth. but, but yeah, it's 100%. like, I mean, there's, there's a, uh, it reduces your, your CPL, you know, and your cost per meeting book when you can do SEO. And um, it's, it's so important. I think, yeah, that transition to hiring salespeople and doing that as well is, is really important as well. But I think, you know, about profit, it, you know, just, just my only thoughts on that are, um, I think I always go back and forth and think about, you know, all the decisions I've made over the last five years. And, you know, I think the first three years I was growing quite a bit. And then I just like kept trying to grow revenues. Like that was my only goal is just grow revenue, grow revenue, grow revenue. And the revenue did grow, but my, my salary kind of plateaued at a certain point. And I do think that I should have had that revenue mindset for like maybe the first three years, but not, not past that point. I think at a certain point, I should have transitioned to profit a little earlier. And, you know, for anyone listening, if you haven't read the book Profit First, it's a really good book. Um, and even, you know, Alex Ramosi talks about it all the time. But I'll say too, one of the simplest ways to just know if you're profitable is just to ask yourself, is my own salary increasing every month? If it isn't, it's, you're probably not as profitable as you want to be. And obviously you need to save aside some just for the bank, the bank to, to keep the business afloat. But you know, also you just need to have your salary increase. And so forget all this fancy accounting metrics. I know that's the problem a lot of people get into is they think accounting, they think bookkeeping, they think CPAs, they have to do all this work to figure out how profitable they are. Just literally ask yourself, how much am I getting paid every month? 
if the business is growing and I'm not getting paid more, that's a problem. I think sometimes you can sacrifice it, but if you sacrifice it for too long, then you eventually get burned out because you're not getting paid enough. And you're, you have to do all this work to actually reap the benefits of the increased revenue. So I think to your point, that's so astute and uh, definitely something people should think about as they yeah. scale. Yeah. You know, and again, not to be on the Hermosi fanboy thing, but like when <laughs> I, I, when, when he said, Hey, you should be taking off a lot more from the top uh, than you are. I was like, okay, well, this guy is significantly richer than me, right? Yeah. Maybe I should listen to it. Because like, I was, a, I was yeah. always like, keep, keep it in the bank, you know, pay the taxes on it. Like, it's all good, you know? But now I'm like, yeah, I should probably take some off. Because life is just so uncertain, right? Uh, it's yeah. like, so, which was again, an eye-opener. But when you first start off, like conserve, 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 yeah. you know, reinvest in the business. You know? What I will say too, I mean, one advantage, part of the reason why it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing is, you know, one of the advantages that you have and I have, and, you know, Alex Hermosi to a larger extent than both of us uh, have is we already have businesses that are valuable objectively. Right. And so I think, you know, it's kind of a chicken and the egg thing. So it's like, do you want to build a valuable business first? Or do you want to take home a lot of money first? Um, that's sort of the compromise you have to make. But I do think that, yeah, at a certain point, you have to kind of give up the pursuit of revenue at all costs and just focus on uh, growing your own salary, growing your profit margins. It has to be done. Otherwise, things start to fall apart a little bit. But uh, Nico, where can people go to work with you if they're interested in working with you or just partnering with you, sending you over some landscaping clients? Um, where's the best <laughs> place to do that? Yeah, we pay really good referrals on those. So um, <laughs> if you got some, I'll take them all day long. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of them. Um, yeah, you know, the best place to get to find us is, uh, and, and again, I always, I always give my email and people are so scared to do it. Like I check it once a day. So like might not get to it right away, but if you want to email me at Nico get balance like we showed, showed in the beginning, like I'm happy to help cut down, you know, two, three months learning, you know, uh, like of learnings for you. Right. If I can point you in a different direction or give you some advice. I'm happy to do so. Otherwise get balance site change coming soon. Um, Social media for all get boundless. Uh, like after following your footsteps, I think we have now over a thousand hours of content on our um, YouTube channel, which is awesome. Amazing. Um, amazing. Again, getboundlessmedia.com. So uh, uh, yeah, I would get boundless media on all socials, YouTube, all of that. So Lucas, thank you so much for having me on. And guys, if you if you do not like follow this guy, if you don't work with this guy, <laughs> if you're not in this community, like you're missing out. You're missing out so much. Like you should definitely contact him right after this. Like ignore myself. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh man, I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to hit me up, Lucas at twiz.io. If you don't know already, happy to respond to any questions you guys have. But thank you for everything, Nico. Been amazing being on having you on the show. Uh, I know people have learned a lot having you around the second time. And uh, everyone, feel free to reach out to Nico. Nico's been able to grow his agency to over $100,000 in sales per month. He has a software product and then also his landscaping business. He niched down to landscaping after growing his business and doing successfully there, but realized that he wants to take home more profit every single month. So not just raising the top line revenue, but bringing home profit, putting it into his bank account and growing his business and growing his lifestyle and having a successful, happy life. So thank you so much, Nico, for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Until next time, everybody. Peace.